Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerds Night Podcast. Let's hope the third time is a charm here for this intro. But we got a very special episode. We got joining me today. We got Sean. How you doing, Sean? Very good. We got Brennan. Always good. Oh, he's here today. And making his triumphant return to the Nerds Night Podcast, we got Sam. How you doing? Hey, There we go. We're all here today, of course. I'm uh, Cheyenne, your lovely host. I wouldn't say lovely, but you know what it is. We got some big things on the uh, with the rundown today. We got our first official Nerds Tonight review of a video game. We're going to review Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. We're going to talk about some new releases. We're going to talk about some little bit of news. And then everyone's favorite segment this week in video game history is safer than the show. So let's get right into it. Hood's Outlaws and Legends, a new game from Sumo. Is it Sumo Entertainment, Sumo Digital? It's Sumo... I think it's one of their studios. Yeah, it's but Sumo Digital is the main company. It's a, a four four v four PvPe. So, B E. Yeah. So you have two teams of four trying to capture a chest, take it to a extraction point. There's AI in between, making that job a little more difficult to you. Uh, think like I'm trying to think of a game. I was gonna say Hunt, but it's not really anything like Hunt, but it's kind of the, sort of the concept. Reminds me of a mixture of a few games like Assassin's Creed. Uh, you have a little bit of that in there. You have a little bit of like For Honor in there. You have a little bit of like a few other games in there as well. Yeah, you have four different characters to choose from. You have uh, Marianne. Uh, is it Marianne? I said that right, right? Yeah. Yeah. Big John, Robin, and Friar Took from the old Robin Hood story. Sorry, I took a drink. They all looked, uh, They all have different skills, different abilities, and... It's a pretty fun game. Uh, Sean, you've uh, played it probably the least out of all of us. How do you feel about it so far? I like it a lot. Granted, there's only still there's only four characters. There's not much to choose from, but I love playing as I call him Little John. Just a just a play on words because he's pretty big and take the most damage. But mixture the mixture of the of the games is one those it's one those mixtures. That really just also works very well. Kind of like the one that we did last time. Um, what's the one that we've been playing quite a bit together? Phasmophobia? No, not Phasmophobia. Oh, man. Put me on the spot. That's not GTFO, right? No, not that one. God dang. What other games do we play? Sean, I don't know any other game we play. <laughs> Left for Dead? <laughs> what games do you play, Sean? Now I guess it is traditionally Little John. I I call him Big John when I made fun because the the fucking uh the MMA, the UFC yeah. ref Big John McCarthy. That's why I say Big John. But I know, Brendan. How do you feel about that game? Well, Sean searches his brain to try to figure out what the game. Oh, is. I can't. I can't think. How about Outriders? Yeah. Oh. I, guess, I, guess, I guess I haven't played it with you, but yeah, it's like one of those mixtures of like three different games in one that just works. Oh works yeah. Well. I think Hood is pretty fun. It's got, it's kind of got the same concept as Hunt a little bit. There's no guns or anything like that, but it's uh, melee weapons. There's bow and arrows, and uh, it's well balanced. No character is like just way better than any of the other characters. True, true, true. But uh, well balanced and just fun altogether. It doesn't have very many modes. I think it only has one mode, actually. I mean, yeah, there's private. Is that correct? There's private match and matchmaking. That's it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It only has one mode so far. So. And what? Maybe three maps. Uh, I want to say I've counted four or five, but I don't. I think I've counted four. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But Sam, but for uh, how small the game is, that's good. Sam, I'll let you do the honors. How many? Uh, I mean, what score would you like to give? Hood Outlaws and Legends. Well, see, my whole thing is I, I'm I'm almost inconclusive on that, just due to the fact that like there hasn't been that much. We haven't like I've played a total of four hours on it, and there's really no telling what the longevity of it is for me. Like, how well am I or how well am I going to enjoy the game with like forty or a hundred or even longer amount of hours, you know, in the game. Um, but for right now, and I'd say that it'd be kind of evolving as uh. I'd, I'd give it like a 7.5, 7.6 or something like that. Yeah, I agree with that. I I like that score. I just looked it up. It's five maps in the game. Uh, the only negatives I'd say about the game so far is it only runs at 1080p. They don't run it. You can't run it any higher. And it's locked at 60 frames a second. So um, I was playing mine at 1440. Oh, when I looked at the uh, thing, it was locked for me. I mean, I have a 1440 monitor, but for some reason it would not let me upscale it past it. That might be a that might be a setting in your computer. And then I just looked, I, when I was looking at the game, they announced that they it's locked at sixty frames running on the game. Okay, so the sixty frames may be true, but it felt like uh, I definitely got fourteen forty out of it because I check those settings every time I enter into a game like that. But so I want to make sure it does look good for what it is. It's not like a graphical spectacle, but it doesn't look bad. So that game should yeah. look in twenty twenty one. But yeah, yeah, I agree with the seven point five, kind of in between the seven and eight range. It's def- yeah, um, I love the game. I can't wait. I hope they keep adding more to it. They already announced, of course, like you can buy a season pass with it, or it's a the year one pass comes with three seasons of content. So I didn't, like, yeah. we didn't buy that because somehow we didn't buy it, and we still got to play the game early. Then it's supposed to the release for the general purpose. So hey, thanks, thanks Sumo for uh, not general public not uh taking us off. But it seems like everyone's been able to play it. So I'll see what hopefully those uh those season pass add good content and it's not just a slew of cosmetics. I like to head on something Sam said off podcast. Kinda wanna give it some credit for not having microtransactions. That's a good I had a stroke. Microtransactions. That's a good a plus that does not have that. Uh, you good over there, Sam? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing totally fine. You get a lot of yeah. noise in your mic. Oh, do I? Yeah. Here, let me fix that real quick. Sorry, my bad. I thought my noise suppression was on. No, you're good. It's fo- hey, don't let everyone forget. COVID's still out. We're doing podcasts over Zoom, ladies and gentlemen. Don't add us. Does that sound a little bit better? Oh, perfect. We're good. Okay, sorry, right, so yeah. Anyone got any more final uh, things to say about Hood before we move on? It's just buy it. Do, yeah, buy it. But when they do come out the updates, it says it has new characters, maps, and game modes. Yeah, I think so it's really going to evolve into a really good game. Really excited what to see what that is. I feel like I should have bought the year one pass. Yeah, I bought it. I know y- y'all didn't. No, I, I did. I guess I'm the only one that didn't. Yeah, I didn't it, either. To be fair, we're fifty fifty on here, folks. I guess we'll move on. We'll quick mention two games that have uh, come out that came out also this week that we have not played yet: Resident Evil Village, and then Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance got re-released on Friday. Um, Baldur's Gate, I played it back in like 2002 when it came out on the PlayStation 2. I have no really uh, urge to buy it again. But Resident Evil Village, I did buy it. 
have not played it yet. Have you any? I don't think any of you played Resident Evil 8 yet, right? Mm-mm. No, I just bought it too. So, well, hopefully next week when we do this, we'll uh, play it and give you a review by that. And then the other game that came out this week, we'll clear the runway for Brennan a little bit. Returnal, the first big PlayStation 5 exclusive. So, uh, take it away there, B-Dog. So, it's basically like Dark Souls, but with guns and uh, aliens. Ooh. It's a... You're stuck in a loop. as this character named Celine. And uh, during that loop, you pick up, like, more information from past lives that you've went through. And it's extremely hard. There's, It's called runs, and they last for about two to three hours. So if you die in that run, you have to start that run all the way over. Which some people don't like, but I like it pretty well so far. It's gratifying whenever you finish a run. I like those roguelike games. Like Hades last year was kind of like that. Uh, I like those Mm -hmm. games where you die... The whole point is about dying, and you get. Do you upgrade your loot every time you die? Like, can you upgrade it so when you die, when you do the next run, you like upgraded stuff? No, there's uh there's permanent stuff, and then there's a uh, non-permanent stuff. Like, if you die, you lose it. Got you. So it really encourages you to try to not die. Does it uh? Is every run different? Like, do the enemies change every single run? Uh, the enemies change a little bit, but it's mostly the terrain that changes. Got you. Awesome. Like you can't like go in, get like five minutes in, die, and then you come back and you know like the first five minutes is gonna be like exactly nope. the same. So you already know what you're doing. So it's each each one's like generated differently. Yep. Awesome. Yep, generated differently. Game's super good. It's really it's really good looking. It's probably one of the best looking games I've played. How many hours have and you just in so far? Uh probably nine to ten now. Even enough to give it a, a score for us, Brennan? Yeah, I think so. I'd I'd give it a nine out of ten for sure. For sure. Like the game's beautiful. It plays really well. The voice acting's good. There's nothing I have to complain about the game besides it being incredibly hard. Hey, and being hard in the game isn't always as long as it's not like game breakingly hard. It's not really a knock, right? Like Dark Souls, Cuphead, Sekiro. Basically it's made to be like that. Yeah, it's well optimized to be that difficult, you know. Now, if I can ever get my hands on a PS5, I'll definitely, I can't wait to play it. Or just put games on PC. Just put games on PC, Sony. What are we doing? Anything else on uh, Returnal, Brennan? Or is that all you got? Nope, that's all I got. Extremely good game. It's good reason to buy a PS5. They'll be having way more. Would you say this is a console seller? Would you say it's a game you need to play, or could you miss out on it? You, you can miss out on it, but I wouldn't want to miss out on it. Okay, I agree with that. So now we go on to our uh, our news part of the of the show. So what's the, what's the first big news here before we get into some actual news? Uh, in honor of E3 being a month away, we'll talk about some game announcements. I guess a game announcement. But uh, Ubisoft announced the Division Heartland. It's a free-to-play Division spinoff. And they're hoping it's in late 2021, early 2022. 2022. I don't know why it took me so hard to say that. But uh, 
you guys excited about this? I don't I don't know if we're the biggest division audience, but he's excited for Heartland. Division two for I, I don't even know how many hours. I used to grind on that, chase exotic weapons all the time. Uh, you know, the first one was what based out of out of DC and it went to uh New York. Flip that. Right? The other way. Other way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other way, and now this one's Heartland. So you, I wouldn't say Missouri type, but like this Kansas, is yeah, yeah, somewhere, you know, the Midwest maybe, somewhere in there. Ohio. It's so funny. The Midwest they consider from like Ohio all the way through to like Colorado. Yeah. Mm. But I'll I'll be I'll I'll probably be getting into that game. I, I love I love almost every Tom Clancy game out there. We have no idea what it's going to be like yet, right? No. I just said it's a division spinoff, so I assume it's just going to be... Honestly, I think it's going to be just a free-to-play version of the division. But they did announce more Division 2 content coming, I think, end of this year. or Yes, yeah, pretty soon. So, I wonder... Like, I don't want to say... They haven't, I don't want to say a Battle Royale, but... I hope not. <laughs> I think a lot of games are going to go to this free-to-play model. I think it's been successful for Destiny 2. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they're like, hey, we want Division, that type of game, this long-lasting game. So we'll just don't. there's no entry to get into the game. And then you just pay for the content packs you want. Which I wish Call of Duty would do that, but that's a, that's a subject for a different time. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for this game, Sam? Is the Division a game that you care about? I wasn't really a big fan of the first one, so I don't think it'll be something that I'm very interested in in the long run, I guess, is the best way to really describe it. Right. I guess that's why the free-to-play aspect's probably a little better, right? Because then even if you don't, we can download and try it out and not be out where 60 bucks. Yeah. I'd at least like to see a little bit of the game first before I make an investment of any sort. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess our next... I feel like Keep going. Sorry. sorry. No, you go. Just because I feel like the last couple were really not kind of my thing, if that makes any sense. So I'm not really excited or have any hype against it. If that right. makes any sense. That makes or for it, I should say. That's the best time. That's when you get pleasantly surprised, right? When you go in with no expectations. Sometimes. Or expecting to be disappointed. And you go in, you're like, man, this game's amazing. Yeah, so I mean, you're definitely not wrong there. I don't think I've ever had that feeling. Wow. We get some sad people on this podcast. He's never has never been never felt amazed. <laughs> uh next we announcement news. Sledgehammer has been confirmed that they're making the Call of Duty twenty twenty one. Uh the rumor titled is uh World War Two Vanguard. But in the announcement where they announced Sledgehammer they said it will uh it'll be a new Call of Duty game that will integrate and enhance the current Call of Duty ecosystem, which most likely means they're gonna keep Warzone, and basically Warzone will probably turn into a World War II environment if it is a World War II game. So look forward for that, you Warzone folks out there. How do you feel? I think it was already a foregone conclusion that there was going to be a Call of Duty game in 2021, that Sledgehammer was going to make the game. Um, But how do you guys feel? We talked a little bit this last year before Cold War came out, but how do you feel about Call of Duty still being a yearly game? Is it something that you enjoy? Is it something you wish they'd go away from? Uh, I guess I'll open up with Brennan. You're probably the biggest COD player. How do you feel about I enjoy it. 
Honestly, they keep the content fresh enough. And the games are different enough. Like, uh, Black Ops and Modern Warfare don't play anything alike. Honestly. The aiming's different. The gadgets are different. The Some of the mechanics are different of the games. I prefer Modern Warfare, but... I think uh, the yearly Call of Duty, as long as they keep up the quality, is just fine. Yeah, I know last year we talked, and I was a big fan of, I wish they'd go free-to-play and just keep the, like, make the multiplayer free. You buy, like, your season passes. Maybe you buy a map here or there. but And then just pick an engine to stay on. I know we talked about, like, we talked about a lot because we were both really liked the Modern Warfare engine and was hoping they would keep on that engine. Which obviously yeah, and then they happen. didn't. But mm-hmm. and I'm sad. Warzone is now Warzone now plays like Cold War, right? I don't think I played Warzone, but I don't remember. It does not. It looks like Cold War now. It does not play like Cold War. So it plays like Modern Warfare, but looks like Cold War, right? Yeah, it still has mechanics of Modern Warfare, like you can uh, mount onto walls, you can tactical sprint. Do so you think Infinity, all that. War, Infinity Ward is still like in charge of Warzone? No. I think it's Raven. Do you think even that's a good? I, I mean, I like Raven though, so that's actually a plus. So when you like, just say for example, when Sledgehammer, when this new game comes out and it's War Two, do you think Raven will still do that, or do you think they pull off to go help Infinity War make the new multiplayer, or do you think they stay on Warzone? I think they're mostly there for Warzone now, but uh, I do think they're still going to help each developer with multiplayer. Which is what? Could you imagine the Call of Duty just announces like we're just going forward with Warzone? <laughs> oh my God! Just imagine how good it would get though. Yeah. Them all focusing on Warzone. I guess the only problem, like the only thing I I know they'll never go to free to play is because I mean Call of Duty just prints money every year. They sell for sixty yeah. bucks. Everyone buys it. There's no incentive. Like, what's the point? Why would they go and just lose money? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no reason for them not to. They make tons of profit off of it. And I'll go to... I know Sam used to be a big Call of Duty guy. I don't know if he is anymore. I know Sean has told me he is not the biggest fan of Call of Duty. We'll start with Sam. How do you feel about them going back to World War II as a rumor? I, I mean, the first first go-around really wasn't all that great. You know what I mean? Like, maybe this is them trying to redo it. But as I said... Uh, before, with these type of games, it's kind of hard. It's a hit or miss. You know what I mean? Like... Mm. Like Ghost, for since it was a big fat miss, like it was fun for a little bit, and then it just kind of died off. Like the mechanics and whatnot, really just didn't hold up very well. Not even throughout the year, which you know, I'm paying sixty dollars to one hundred and ten dollars if I get a season pass for a game, and it's kind of you know, it kind of burn. If it makes you you left you burn basically. You feel a little burnt on it, you know. Oh, yeah. Ever mm-hmm. since then I've kind of been died out at least Call of Duty. Like I won't buy every Call of Duty. Like I'd even buy Modern Warfare until it'd been out for a while. Which is like, so skeptical on it. Yeah, which makes sense. You look like Call of Duty's had a nice little run here. Where this is like three Call of Duty games in a row that I said have been I think have been generally not I guess was it Black Ops four Ew. and then and uh Modern Warfare or was there a gap was there a game in between? Where was World War Two? Oh, that was between Black Ops Four and Modern Warfare. I want to say, but I think World War Two is between those two. 
I guess my then I then I was wrong, you know. We've had two straight pretty good games. World War Two was pretty horrible because no, the zombies was. That's when they went out of order because it went Ghost, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops Three, Infinite Infinite Warfare, World War Two, Black Ops Four, and then Modern Warfare. So yeah, Modern Warfare came. So Black Ops Four I think was well received. Modern Warfare, of course, was like or kind of a return to form for Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. War, I think, has been well received now. There's kind of people didn't like it at the beginning, but I think people have come around on it. Especially the zombies have been really good. I'm not the biggest mm -hmm. fan of outbreak mode, but I do like zombies, the base zombies in the game. But I mean, Call of Duty does everything. They get like three in a row right, and they get like three in a row wrong. <laughs> like the ghost wasn't the best. Infinite Advanced Warfare people didn't like. Infinite Warfare wasn't the best either, and then they had World War II that kind of sucks. So they're kind of due for a streak for a bad Call of Duty. And I feel, I wonder if this game isn't the best. What they do with Sledgehammer, because Sledgehammer, the last two Call of Duty games have not, I'm, I've not liked either game. I didn't like Advanced, I liked the zombies in Advanced Warfare, but didn't like the multiplayer at all. And I didn't really like anything about World War II. World War II was bad all around. I just have no, I have no urge to go back to that time frame. Me either. The well's been dried up. And with Enlisted coming out, or had came out, it's pretty... That that genre is kind of filled up right now, right? And like, I don't like World War Two just boots in the ground shooters. Like, if you're gonna do World War Two, give me like all the vehicles. Like, give me like I'll play Battlefield Five if I want a World War Two game. I don't want to play Call of Duty like small map World War Two games. Like, give me drive tanks. That's all I care about World War Two, anyways. I want to drive tanks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Fly some. I want to do dog I mean, fights. And I know this wasn't on the docket, uh, but yeah, Enlisted has basically all of that. No, that's what it's I was saying. Like, World War II, like tanks, airplanes, everything. That's what I said. If I want to play World War II, I'm going to do a big team battle. So I'll play Enlisted, I'll play Battlefield Five. I don't want to play like CS:GO World War II theme. It's not going to be fun. Playing with slow guns, shitty snipers. Just use an MP40 again. Can't wait. I know this. I know this thing. I know this. Uh, how this thing works. It's all the gun we're gonna be using Thompsons and MP40s coming around corners. Trench, a little bit of trench gun action. Especially since Call of Duty, this would be like their fourth game in World War Two, with multiplayer. Fifth. Really, more than that, yeah. Oh, if you yeah. count like the first. Because like, two, first three. And then they had World at War. Yeah. And then World War Two. Supposed to be sixth one. Be more World War Two games than Modern Warfare games. That's wild. I never thought you'd hear that. I guess that's it. Uh, one last quick piece of news, real quick. Uh, we have some uh, courtroom drama. Cue the Law and Order music. Don't don't uh, copyright us. So he did it. He did just uh, he did it just different up so they can't copyright. Thanks, Dick Wolf Productions. You can't get us this time. Ah. But speaking of Wolf, look at these look at these segues. And hire me, I'm a hire me, IG. I'm a professional host over here. <laughs> but Wolffire Games has filed a class action lawsuit against Valve due to the Steam 30% compensation rate. Um, we talked about this off podcast, plan for the planning for it. I don't really understand the point. Uh, just don't put your game on Steam if you don't like it. It's really not a monopoly with like. You have the Epic Games launcher. You have good old games. You have Green Man Gaming. Don't forget about Green Man Gaming, Brennan. Nope. Won't forget about it. 
but yeah, you have so many different launchers to choose from. Steam does not have a monopoly. And anything but maybe like intellectual monopoly, people know Steam the most. But I would say like an act, like I have a, I, most of my games are on Steam, but I have several games I bought off Epic or downloaded free from Epic. So I don't think yeah. this is really kind of like a baseless lawsuit at this point. I agree the third percent is high. It's a little wild to me, but that's why you have the choice. You know, go to Epic, put your games on there. I agree that it's high, and like I think as we get more launchers and more uh, more ways to put their games out there, that Valve will have to reduce its price. But right now, Valve offers a service that no one really else even gets close to. Like, Epic isn't as good as Steam, if we're being honest. No, I don't like the interface. It doesn't even come close. Yeah. The game library is not as deep. Mm -hmm. It's not even nearly as deep. It's just (laughs) very bare. Steam just does all these things that Epic doesn't. The only thing that Epic has done nice is, like, the free games are decent. I didn't click the article, but they announced like how much money they spent on those free games, getting those free games to people. But here lately, it's kind of been bad. Kind of yeah, it's coming coming down the the lesser side. I fucking my brain is just like it's it's five o'clock and my brain is just slowly shutting down as the day goes on. It just starts dumping files like that SpongeBob episode. More and more, <laughs> just <laughs> little Cheyennes throwing <laughs> files into the fire. Burning the house down. <laughs> and then also, funny. Sony has been uh, sued for essentially the same thing. Uh, people are saying Sony's charging too much for their games on their Sony platform, so people aren't buying them, and then like they can't sell their games on other platforms to digital code to use on a PlayStation. So they're saying, it's not fair that Sony only allows PlayStation games to be bought on the PlayStation Store. Of course, it makes perfect sense to me. If you're, it's a PlayStation game, if it's they, if it's a game that only gets to sell, play on their platform, why would they allow it to be sold anywhere else? You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't buy Xbox games in the PlayStation Store. Yeah. It's just it makes that makes sense to me. It's just I feel like these companies trying to get maybe they signed a bad contract or something, and they're just trying to get out of it. Yeah, I don't think either of these lawsuits have any. No one's going to beat PlayStation or Steam on these lawsuits. They're dumb, honestly. Too completely dumb. Yeah, it makes makes no sense. Do you guys have any thoughts on these lawsuits, Sean or Sam? I mean, not really. I no, heard not about it yesterday, so I don't really have an opinion to form. I like this. I don't, I don't play PlayStation, so I don't care. I like this. It's also another part of it. Dang. Shots fired. You're missing out, Sean. Nah, I'm not. Like I said in the previous one, I bought it just to get MLB the show. The MLB show came out on Xbox. I got rid of the PlayStation. Yeah. I love Sean. He said, nope, I'm not. <laughs> so, so sure. As the podcast, we're, as we've uh, cleared the news out for the week, the news docket's done. You're welcome, everybody. We did our job. So we don't even log into IG and just come to us. But we'll do a quick part real quick. Well, a quick part real quick. What the fuck is happening on this podcast, guys? What is going on? Jesus. What is going on? No, uh, we'll go through. We'll start with Sean. We'll just go through and real quick. We'll say uh, talk about what some games we've been playing here recently. 
And then on the way back around, so we'll do like a snake draft style. So like, we'll start with Sean. We'll go down. And then when Sam tells his game, we'll go back up, give one quick E3 prediction. Since we are a month away, our E3 coverage is slowly snowballing, like the little snowball rolling down the mountain, before we avalanche into a full-blown E3 podcast, which we'll get to at the end of the episode. So, Sean, start with you. Uh, tell us a quick game. What have you been playing recently? Well, the game that I've been playing recently is Hood Outlaws. Which and let look at that. We've already talked about. It. Look at that, Sean. Yeah, I know. Just that's but do you go the one? If, if I want to do one before that, it will be MLB the Show. Uh, oh, playing it. That's great. On, How do you, you like know? it so far? Uh, I like it. I love it. Uh, I'm getting ready to stream it. You know, I finally get to go to my shift this week, so I can actually do some do some streaming when I actually when I get off work instead of going to bed. That's very good. I played a little yeah. bit. It'll be the show. I uh, I can't play online. I get my ass kicked every time I log in online. Yeah, I, no, yeah. I can't. I can't play against people. People when you play against real people, people are really good. I think I'm throwing a slider way out of the zone. This man somehow smacks yeah. it out of the park. I don't know how. Yeah. To, everything I throw is a home run. I love it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, you can't. It's hard. So what about you, Brennan? What's a game you've been playing here recently? Uh. Outside of besides hood, Returnal and outside of, and Returnal. Outside of hood, hood, uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk still. Still haven't beat it. Uh, I'm 70 hours into the game. I've done a lot of the side missions. Still love the game. It's gorgeous. Uh, if you don't have it, get it. It's amazing. Play it on PC if you can, because it looks way better on PC than it does on anything else. I like that. I want to put that. I know we don't we play on PC, so there's no back of the box. But I want that. I want you to put that when you click on Cyberpunk in the Steam Store and the little blurbs. It's good. Get it. I want that. I want that. <laughs> I want that in the front. The big bold 72 print, 72 font print on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's good get it and then like a little tag like Brennan nerds at night I see that at GameStop I go okay that's all I need to know check it out check it out Vance <laughs> ring it up everyone already knows about Cyberpunk yeah, I don't need to talk about it a bunch most popular game it was the most hyped game for like a year and a half right yeah for a very long time I guess we'll go uh, I guess it's me now huh game I've been uh, playing yeah. here recently besides what we talked about on this podcast. I've been revisiting Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Uh, I wanted to buy a PS5. I was told. But you don't play your PS4. It's like, hey, can't outsmart me. Fired the old bad boy up again. It was like it was meant to be. It's just sitting there it was just sitting there right on my PS4 when I loaded up like my third little thing, Sekiro. It's just as fun as I imagine as I remember it. I love getting my ass killed by a giant chicken. I love chain ogres messing me up. In like three seconds because I forget how to block in that game. But then again, like we said on our podcast two years ago now, it is so gratifying once you remember how to play and once you start getting good at the game again and you know exactly how to counter somebody and you time that kill shot in perfectly. Oh, it's one of the most rewarding feelings in gaming when you play like a firm software game and you get the timing down. It's just, it's a chef kiss beautiful. Now, what about you, Sam? What have you been playing here recently? I've been playing a game with a few friends called uh, 
um, for the king. So essentially, it's like a dumbed-down version of Divinity Second Son. You have different adventures. It's kind of like D&D, but it's like um, it's a turn-based, simplistic game. Um, where it's more, it's better for like an introduction game for people that it really don't, if they're on like the uh, ropes on playing like D&D and some of the sort like that, or like a tabletop version of the game. Um, it gives them that visuals too, if they don't really have much of an imagination. <laughs> but it's a, it's a very interesting game indeed, and it's got a lot of um, cool aspects to it. There isn't really much to talk about as of yet. Um, I haven't had too much experience with it. But it is something I would definitely give a suggestion to. It's been going on sale for roughly about $7 every time it goes on sale. So I'd catch it, buy it for $7. It's good for a $7 game. Yeah, it's on it's really about 20 bucks right now on Steam. And then it was also, it was a Game Pass game for a very long time. Here recently, it left the service. Rest in peace. But no, yeah, I saw you playing it this morning. Or you were showing me the game. It was uh, fun. I'm definitely going to check it out. Now, Try to talk our boys into playing it as well. Yeah, it'd be a fun thing with four of us. We can do a little, do a little live stream. Let's play with that. I like the sound of that, Sam. Oh, I should probably mention it's only three players. <laughs> oh. The nerds and I, as sad to announce, we've been we are losing one member. <laughs> Jesus. I guess now we'll work our way back up the Discord call list. Sam, uh, what is one quick E3 prediction do you have for E3 2021? Say so word back up and then say my name again. I said Sam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah work back the, up. The, we, went, we, reversed, we went down it, and now we're working back up. Oh, I get what you're saying now. Sorry, brain. <laughs> um, if I'm being honest, I have absolutely no idea because I haven't been keeping up with that at the moment. Well, look at that. Nothing. Sam predicts nothing will get announced. Pre <laughs> not, <laughs> not prepared whatsoever. <laughs> we're just going to show up and like, hey, welcome and leave. E welcome to E3 2021. We got nothing to show for you folks. Thanks. Um, uh, I guess for me, I want to take something a little off the beaten path here. I'm trying to think. What will some, what's something none of you will say? Hmm. I predict we're going to get a new Gears of War talk on the xbox broadcast how you think about no that? Mm -mm. no i'm, I'm i would say they're done i don't think they're done but the next game from the coalition will be talked about Maybe. xbox is gonna go all out this year they went all in that stuff they went all out last year in that showcase they're going all out again wait well, yeah. no they said they're gonna be there right am i wrong let me look that up you might be right i know nintendo and sony aren't well, Sony hasn't done it for like four years. Yeah, Xbox has confirmed it will be attending E3 2021, and gamers should expect a certain important announcements, updates, and game trailers reveals. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, I predict they're going to show off Fable. That was going to oh. be mine. I like that. Uh, I was I was going to try to find something even a little more. I'd bet money on it. Oh, Fable's getting shown off. Gameplay. You think we see gameplay I'm or just cinematics? Uh, I think we see gameplay because we've already seen cinematics. Don't tease me, bud. I love Fable so much. I think we also see maybe we're going to at least see a teaser for the big Bethesda games. I yeah, said, I, I, I do believe that. I said one quick announcement, Brennan. Don't step yeah, on Sean's okay. feet. Yeah, you, might, you might say something I'm going to say. Take it away, Sean. <laughs> okay, so I'm a huge Microsoft guy. 
So we all know that they're going to say Halo. And there's suits going to come in. Repeat that. Oh, closer to the holiday. That uh, cut out terribly. Oh, I'm sorry. You turn into a robot for a second. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, look, like I'm a huge Halo guy, huge Microsoft man. Love playing everything, but pretty sure Microsoft man. Yeah, I love it. Uh, keep doing good work. That should be like their mascot. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be your mascot. I had my logo up there. Yeah, we can do that. I almost call me. I almost did something. I almost broke out my all my voice when I said I was gonna do an all a Microsoft. Thank God. Thank God, God you did. Like, you know what? Let's keep this podcast a little bit on the rails. Let's not go full. Let's not. De- let's not derail it. Let's keep it just a little bit on it. So they're definitely gonna announce Halo Infinite. Announced, bud. It's got. It's coming out this year. They better. They yeah, show they, the first mission that game. Yeah, it also got backlash due to something. They're gonna show free to play, man. They're gonna show off that battle royale mode. What about the Elden Ring? Oh my God, Sean! This is why we're friends. You name the game that I'm most excited for. And then you, you know it was announced in 2019 and has not been talked about since then. I can't wait for that game. I forgot about that. Elden Ring, of course. If you guys don't know at home, it is the new from uh, from software game the makers of Sekiro and Demon Souls, Dark Souls. But it is written by George R. R. Martin, the guy that created Game of Thrones. So that game, I I love from software games. I love Dark Souls and Sekiro, all those stuff, Bloodborne. And you get a game with a good lore behind it. Not saying Dark Souls is bad lore. It's just it's bad lore. But you get a good lore behind it. Oh my gosh, that'd be... And if they, especially if they keep some of the mechanics they did in Bloodborne and Sekiro where it's not just masochism all the time, I'd be a lot more in favor of that. Yeah, yeah. But since Sean didn't take it, Brennan, let's talk about... You think... Let's go ahead with the Bethesda reveal. What do you think is happening with that? I think we're going to show off Elder Scrolls 6. Gameplay? At least a cinematic. And also, uh, what's the space one called again? Uh, Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. I think we're going to show off at least a cinematic for Starfield. Starfield's supposed to be first. Okay. Starfield might get more than a cinematic. And it's the same team working on both, so. Oh, okay. And then we're just getting a Starfield cinematic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, like, two years ago, when we got the Starfield and, like, Elder Scrolls banner. Like, it said and now it's it. in the Starfield. And that was, like, two, three years ago. Yes. And then they're like, because I remember someone's like, hey, don't get too excited about Elder Scrolls 6. The team's going to make, they're making a, a Starfield first. And then half the team still works on Fallout 76. Really? Don't put out content for that game. That's so sad, actually. Just scrap that game, guys. Get rid of it. See, I don't know. I've heard... I've not replayed it since the launch, which I hated, but apparently people have played it now and they said the new updates, but I hate... Like, we talked about this before. I hate when it takes two and a half years and they're like, well, now the game's getting good. It's too late at this point. Wash it away. Yeah. Especially when the game is not yeah. free to play. Like, Fallout 76 is not free to play. It is if you have Game Pass, though. Being yeah, it is. Threw it, in, threw it in there. Ring the bell. Take a shot if you're at home. We mentioned Game Pass. <laughs> but that's it for our news section. And now, everybody, let's settle in for everyone's favorite. I know everyone. This is what everyone waits. This is what you tune in for. You come in. You skip to the end of the podcast for this week in video game history. And like I said, it's a loaded week this week. Brandon, you want me to start at the most recent or do you want me to start at the uh, 
The oldest. Oldest. So way back in 1995, this week, Brennan, two big things happened. The first C3 happened, folks. 1995, first C3 was held this week. And the Sega Saturn was released. Then we'll go up. A bevy of game announcements. 2004, Nintendo announced the, the Nintendo Revolution, the new console. That's the Wii. A year later, Xbox announces the 360. Oh, man. Then we have 2009, Plants vs. Zombies. I would say the first mobile game craze came out. That was post-Angry Birds, right? I mean, that came out mm. before Angry Birds, correct? I think so. So, like, that was a giant mobile game. People were freaking out. 2012, we had Minecraft launched May 10th on the Xbox Live. What a time that was. Pivotal. I remember that day. 2014, the announcement or the announcement of the Xbox. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I read this wrong. The Xbox One S got released. That's a console launched this week. 2016, Uncharted 4 got released this week. And that's it. That's everything. But I'd say as the week's con, that's a, that's our biggest week we've had yet. Biggest history week, all the way from the first E3, and two of the biggest consoles of all time getting announced, and then uh. I'd say like a forgotten great game, Uncharted 4. When people talk about great games from last generations, I don't think it comes up enough. Kind of slipped through the cracks. Definitely was a great game. It might be the best. Multiplayer was. Ah, no. I think 2 is the best. You don't like the end? It wraps the story up. It does wrap the story up, but 2 is the best. Sad. You know the, the last mission when you get to play Crash Bandicoot 1? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> but no, that's uh that's all the news we got today. Like I said earlier, we're gonna plan on doing some uh I said each week we're gonna do a little bit of uh E3 predictions before we do a full blown E three giant prediction show. And then we'll see how things go. It's an all digital event. It's usually held on the weekend. We'll see how the times line up. We might do a live E three podcast over a conference, but we'll have to check some schedules and stuff like that. But I think that's it. Once again, I've been Cheyenne. I had our lovely host, Sean. Oh, yeah. So once again, that's been Sean. We got Brennan, Sam. That's it, everybody. Follow the podcast on Anchor. Share it around when you listen to it. Follow the Twitch. Twitch.tv slash The Nerds at Night. And also Twitch.tv slash B4TZ. Bats. Gaming is it bats gaming or just bats on Twitch? I think it's I think it's uh, it's a bats eleven seventy six. So twitch.tv slash b four tz eleven seventy six. You'll find it. Search the bats we'll put it logo. In the description. We'll get it in there. Oh yeah. With that being said, actually it's the afternoon. Don't go to bed yet. Just wait till night to listen to the night. But we're 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 up early today. So go to sleep, folks. <laughs>